Episode 97 of the Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, COB. It's me, Tardy Flower. And today we're joined by Neil Delamere. You nearly missed the cue then. Oh, well, I didn't know there was going to be a cue. I was concentrating on your name. <laughs> Tardy Flower. Tardy Flower, wow. Yeah, that's my name. Yeah, well, it's Tardy's Power, but people, how, how did. Where does Terry Flower come from? I remember I asked you that before and you were like, Terry's power, Terry power, Terry Flower. And I was like, all right, that makes no sense for a leave him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I just, I, That would be one of the first questions I would ask people why they called me that name, but you just went with it. I just went with it. This is going on since you and your infants. Do you know what's mad? We never actually used to do that intro thing. And it just kind of happened. Did we not? Gradu- yeah, if you go back and listen to the early episodes, we actually used to proper introduce ourselves. PPS numbers and all more than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a PPS number of a dead man from everything. five we years ago. We introduced everything and then it just kind of gradually morphed into that. Yeah, I swear to God. That's because when? people know don't you. Know. That's because people know you who listen to it. Yeah. So you don't have to introduce yourselves anymore. At some point, you'll be TF. Then you'll yeah. just be T. Yeah. And you won't say anything at all. You yeah. stare down the camera. Yeah. The lustful look in your eye. People know what they're here for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm baffled. What did we used to say? So, like, genuinely... I'm Calvin, you're like, and I'm Terrence, and this episode two, talking bollocks. Mad echo, because we're in the kitchen. That's blatant childish. Neil, what's the story? How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm all good, pal. Yeah, yeah, how's things? Uh, very good. I'm, um... I, you rescued me from reading notes about the Northern Ireland Stormont Assembly. That's what I was Folk talking about. Anyways, yeah. yeah. I was, uh, yeah, because I'm doing, a, I, we do a show on a Thursday in, up north and for the BBC. So I was literally reading about Sinn Féin and the DUP and then had to hop my bicycle come in and chat to you boys. Yeah, so that's something I actually want to have a chat with you about, Neil. Oh, yeah. So I come in downstairs and uh, this security guard says, oh, tell uh, Neil his bike's going to be going to have a play, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what, Neil Delamar has cycled in on a push bike? I did, yeah. On a push bike and on it's a, a whopper. It's, it, Is that a nice bike? Yeah, it's a little nice yoke. Yeah. A few uh, suitors for that now when we get downstairs. Like, <laughs> it'll already be gone. It'll be oh, 100%, constituent parts yeah. downstairs. That's gone, that is. Yeah, no, I just thought, I, I thought, yeah, I just thought I'd cycle in. I didn't know. I haven't been in town in ages and every time I drive in now, there's a new road I can't drive down. There's a new place I can't park. So I thought I'd cycle in. Yeah, but you're on a push bike. You can go anywhere. I ha- Yeah, yeah. I have a nice bike and I have one... I have one cycling jersey. And, uh, cycling jersey? I have one cycling jersey. I've never worn it. I don't, You're not I don't, one of these people that goes around cycling no, no. on Sundays with the glasses. No, 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 no. Like I going up the road, like, you know what I mean? No, I do not have the physique, uh, physical capacity, or indeed uh, uh, lung capacity to wear that. But Nicholas Roach gave it to me. So the only cycling jersey I have was given to me by a fella who cycled in the Olympics for Ireland. So you have to... Be, yeah. yeah. So okay. I have... Uh, no, we, we did uh, we did Dance with the Stars together. And uh, he's great. He's a lovely, lovely man. He was the eye candy on the show as well. And uh, Doesn't say much for the rest of the show though, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just between me and him. So yeah. no, he's a good looking dude, actually. He is a good looking dude. And he's built like a wall for a cyclist as well. Um, so he kind of gave me that. Oh, there you are. <laughs> I don't. You didn't expect that stuff, did you? <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> see the people who go out cycling and all. They go out cycling for an hour and they wear the bleeding vests and the fucking the glucose packs and all. You're like, mate, yeah. how much energy do you think you're going to be burning? Out? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. So, we're back. We missed a week last week. We haven't done a podcast in about a month, Terrence. Tell the truth. No, that is the truth, yeah. 
Owen Brennan and my producer left us and we just fell apart. Yes. Yeah. That's so basically what happened. I thought you were the driving force behind this. I thought no, you were just... We like think we are, but like, <laughs> yeah. well, no, we just show up. Like, we're basically... what We're just the guinea pigs here. We just run on the wheel. You're the two, last, you two sea lines and he's throwing the ball. And but without yeah. that, you're just swimming it on your own. Literally. Yeah, like, you, that's went, exactly you went out on live for a while and I think we done one episode. I'm surprised that just Willie White didn't just turn up and chat to you randomly. He's all, he's See, that would have made all of us so, on the show. That actually nearly happened because a few things went wrong, right? Terrence ended up in hospital. That's another day's story. And Willie actually texts me and says, look, if you want me to come in on Monday, I can replace Terrence. Yeah. And I was like, no, we can't. Well, that's what he was willing to do. And I was like, I appreciate the app. I will, I'd never go in without him. Yeah. And then what else happened? Uh, I went away. That's cute. Isn't that's it? lovely. Yeah. I went away. I went on holiday for a week. Where'd yeah, you go? Yeah. I went to Malta. Yeah. Went for one week, got sick for three days. No way. Fuming I was. No, yeah. tell what happened though. So we rock up. It was me, me board, and me board's mad. That's the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, okay. Yeah. So anyways, you rock up. I've accidentally clicked on that video, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, <laughs> so we went up uh, checking in, and you're like, Yeah, blah blah blah, there's the name. So they're like, Yeah, so uh, the couple, so we had the double room and single room, obviously. So the double room was all inclusive. I was like, Yeah, which it wasn't. I was just like, Yeah, and I'm asked there, No, we didn't book that. I was like, Fucking, did shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> so we got all inclusive for free. I was like, Happy days. Got there on the Wednesday, woke up Friday in bits. My board was like, I don't feel well. Spent all night Friday getting sick, all day Saturday getting sick, and then Sunday in bed dying. Uh, so, was it COVID? No, it was, no, like it was the all-inclusive all holiday that shouldn't have been all-inclusive. Yeah. Oh. So karma literally he, just went... It was karma. Karma. He had a dose of karma. Went to let, you went to town. It was the first time I got sick, like vomited, since I was about 17, I'd say. The sickest I've ever been uh, was on holiday. Well, uh, on holiday. I did gigs years ago in Thailand with, um, do you know Rod Gilbert and nope, uh, Greg Davis? You know Greg Davis who does uh, Nevermind the Buzzcocks now and Taskmaster and Channel 4 and all those shows. Rod Gilbert, the Welsh fella. Welsh guy, yeah. That's Will Ars' favourite comedian. Yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's one of the best comedians I've ever seen, yeah. And we did these gigs in Hong Kong and Manila and... Um, Thailand, and when we were in Manila, <laughs> there was a terrorist group um, that was take with, had had launched some sort of attack on on some island. But when we got there, on the <laughs> we're checking in, and we we're only there for one night. There were the Moro Islamic Liberation Front. So behind us, it said MILF plans attack <laughs> on something <laughs> on some newspaper. We were like, wow, we are not in Kansas anymore, are we? I think I clicked on that video. <laughs> <but> you clicked <laughs> on that video. <laughs> uh, and I got so sick in Thailand because loads of people just get sick. You get some sort of bug. I've never been, oh my God. I, everything came out of both sides and like f food I'd eaten as a child and marbles <laughs> and like stickers of Ray Houghton from the 1990 <laughs> World Cup. And I was asking somebody recently, have you ever gotten so sick that you're trying to bargain with your own anus? Have you ever been like, just please, just please, I'll do anything. <laughs> just stop. I swear to God, the last time I was violently sick, now I didn't vomit. Yeah. But was in Thailand as well. Really? Yeah. Probably the same hotel I was We in. were in a... I can't remember. See, anytime someone says like, oh, what part of Thailand you go to? I would just say everywhere. Because like every three days I'm moving to a new spot. Somewhere else. And we we're in this big mad fancy place. Uh, one of the best hotels I've ever been in and the fellow who walked there says look if you ever need a lift anywhere let me know yeah. and I'll drive you there for like a fee you know so get sound so we come in on his day off and we gave him a few quid and supposedly what we gave him for that one day 
was a week's wages. And I mean, I think it worked out at like 15 euro. But uh, he drove us to this spot to do magic mushrooms, right? <laughs> so we are up on this mountain in this nightclub with a pool and everyone sits on the floor. There's no seats. And I was like, this is class. So you go up and the uh, mushrooms are in a smoothie. So I got, we had mushroom smoothies. I was chilling there, whatever, and that was grand. Had a great buzz. Next day I woke up and I swear to God, I couldn't lift my head off the pillow and I didn't know what end I was going to come out of. And we had to get a ferry. So I remember going to my board and I was like, look, give me whatever thing, whatever you have. She had this little like, travel bag full of like painkillers and all this shit. I was like, give me whatever you have that completely shuts off me, buddy, till we get on that ferry and then <laughs> I'll be all right. And I remember saying to myself, please, please, just, just put the stopper in. Put the stopper <laughs> in, turn off all the taps, just wait till we get off this boat. Because you know the toilets in some of the places in Thailand, it's just a hole in the ground. I'd love the, to know what she gave you, like like on the contraceptive or, pill. I, was on, <laughs> I think I got the barnaby and all I did. I was on everything. Because <laughs> I went into the toilet Went for a then. smear test afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you just did way too much. <laughs> I went into the toilet in there because I had to have a hit and miss and it was just a hole in the floor. So I was thinking, like, imagine having to squat over that for hours, like, do you know what I mean? And then uh, I spent the rest of the holiday, I didn't eat anything. Like, we were going out to the, like, like great restaurants. Me mates were ordering the best of toy curry, steaks, everything. I was like, yeah, I'll have a water place. So I'm sitting there, just bottles of water. What's Come back in great, neek, uh, in great nick, though. <laughs> you do, yeah, yeah. rip it. Shredded. Shredded after you. Yeah. What's the sickest you've ever been? I don't think I have any cold stories like them boys, they're You know what I mean? You always go out to Thailand and end up in a heap, boys. <laughs> I'm getting sick in the flats and all. <laughs> Not that impressive, you know what I mean? No. But uh, you don't you don't feel at the time when you're emptying yourself, this is going to be a great story. This is content. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. Content. I've never thought about that, you know what I mean? But they are impressive anyway. So that's the reason why we didn't have a podcast out yeah, last no. week. Last week. But what, back anyways? What would happen if Willie came in and he was better at this than you then? What if that's he, a, that's what a if fear we have. What yeah. if we struck up just a conversation and a, a kind of a deep bond with you and, that you didn't have? What would what would you do? I reckon Will uh, would be better than us at doing a podcast. hundred percent. I don't know why he doesn't, but I don't want to question it because then if he put the idea in his head and he he's talk, actually going to be doing a podcast. Has he told you about the gig we did in Mount Joy? Want to fill us in. So Will asked me one day, because would you want to do a gig in Mount Joy? And I was like, oh, grand, okay. So myself and himself and... Uh, a couple of other comedians went in and uh, Will is just because uh, I, I know Will from just gigging round and uh, you kind of forget that he'd been, he had been in Mount Joy obviously and he'd be talking about that and so we're waiting backstage in the in the kitchen before we go on and some guy comes in alright Will it doing a bit of cooking is it and Will goes the only cooking I did in here was on a fucking spilling oh, <laughs> right <for God's> <laughs> and your man laughs and Will laughs and you're we're sitting there going what is going on and then we go out and Will gets on and Will is MC in the gig and uh, he he gets on stage and immediately Immediately is heckled by his former cellmate. Immediately. And Willa goes, <laughs> Willa goes, um, what was the line? He goes, that's your problem. You always had a massive mouth. I'd say the girls didn't even have to give you the biscuits before you were going, blam, 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 blam. <laughs> and the place went absolutely mental. It was a brilliant gig. How many years ago was that? Oh, 15, I'd say, yeah. Fucking Yeah. Hell. And then... Uh, First act goes on, and I was saying to Will, I says, what, I says, I've never been in a gig like this before. I'm just asking, what way do you do this? And he's go, I says, well, I slag off the prison guards and I slag, and slag off. And he goes, yeah, you'd be grand, right? Uh, next guy goes on, and um, the front couple of chairs, front couple of rows are, are empty, and he's, he's doing his stuff. And um, he says, yeah, where are the chairs empty? And a guy is reading a copy of The Sun or The Star or something like this, and he just looks up and goes, oh, they're for the riot. 
and he just puts his head back down like this. And your man goes, Whoa. And he was taking the pace. But we were fish, fish out of water. So he was like, oh. And then uh, I said to Willie, just a bit of, bit of aggression here. And he goes, yeah, yeah. So I get up and the uh, same guy heckles me who, who had been in prison with Willie. And uh, uh, I just went, Jesus, you have nearly as big a mouth as your sister. Oh, good luck. Massive reaction. Like, and he's like, Way! and I look at Willie and give him the nod, and that's it. But like, Willie had told me what to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it was a, it was a mad, mad gig, and it was a lovely gig actually, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were up in the joy. Yeah, we weren't doing fucking comedy though, you know. We're what I mean? still getting heckled. Yeah, yeah. We, we were. <laughs> what, as well. what were you doing? We just went up for a chat with the. We, place. We went up through the park run. Yeah, the and park then having a chat with the lads after it. But like, we're like sitting there having a chat with them, and they're just throwing abuse at you, and they're very stick. Like, yeah, you have to give it back, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was a good buzz with them because they listened to the podcast in there. You know what I mean? They really? put it on for them and all. So they were the podcast on. Oh, this something. guest was great, and what guest is coming up next? We were giving them little bits of info and all. You know what I mean? Having yeah. a buzz with them, but it was, that was good crack. Mm. Yeah, put the podcast on every Sunday up there on the telly. But if you don't like it, tough. Like you can either watch this or you watch the wall. Yeah. So, Shout out to all the boys again. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to ask you, Neil. Yeah. Do all you Irish comedians know each other? Like, do you just become an Irish comedian and then get added into like a WhatsApp group or something? <laughs> what way does it work like? Um, it's just a small place, really, and we're all gigging around doing the same festivals and stuff like this. And even, even if you kind of did... Uh, I'd say the panel or if you did kind of nick a camera like PJ did PJ Gallagher or Maeve Higgins you know you we're, st we're still in the international trying out stuff for a tour and show so we all know each other and we all bumped into each other and, all, and if you didn't meet someone here you'd meet them in, in England if you were, if they were doing a club circuit there so I think nearly everybody knows that nearly everybody else yeah. I, I was talking about uh, Dylan Moore the other day and Dylan Moore is probably the only one I haven't met really mm. and don't know him because I suppose he's based in the UK but all the rest of us just know each other Um and uh, it's a relatively supportive atmosphere anyway, you know? Yeah, because yeah. Will I rang me yesterday and he was like, yeah, I was over here with that person and that person. And yeah, he's a very sociable man as well. He's a very, like, he's a very nice kind of straightforward, non-tears of a clown sort of a comedian. You know, there's some comics are a bit, when you meet them, they're not what you expect them to be. They might be shyer than you expect them to be, for yeah. example. What, what you get with Will is, you know, what you see is what you get. So he's a very sociable person, so he knows everybody, you know? Yeah. So he would know everybody, yeah. Yeah, so I thought he's all just automatically knew each other because that's how you got on, hey, he put you in touch with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and then as well, when we had Ardell on, he put yeah. Ardell in touch with us as well. So it's just fucking... Well, I was basically running this podcast, and this is another reason why he said he couldn't be on every week yeah. because we had him on a few weeks ago, and everyone yeah. was like, "Have him back on next week, have yeah. back on by a hundred episodes." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jeez, he's the he's got, in the man person. He's got brilliant stories. You yeah, know? and he's just, he's just, yeah, he's just a kind of a a natural storyteller with a not a standard experience, I suppose. You know, mm. and he also has the skill to tell them because he's done stand up. You know, yeah. he's told us some stories that he'd never be able to tell on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and like he'd say it. To me separately and I'm like well I'll tell him a story about that time at the restaurant and he'd be like oh yeah boom and he'd tell you the exact story word for word with the exact same people in order that's how you know he's not lying he's just recounting yeah. what happened and like you'd be like this I mean, is madness I'm interested to hear the story that he can't tell you given you just told him a story about being in Thailand taking magic mushrooms and then shitting yourself inside out I'd love to know the story that he cannot tell yeah it's it's no don't tell me it's <laughs> because people. it's illegal in yeah. every sense libelous slanderous yeah. or you could be killed. it's more so the people in the stories and you'd be like how did you even meet that person yeah you know, yeah like, yeah you know? yeah definitely he yeah. said he was in London the weekend he met David Hay 
Yeah, he met David Hay over there. He was having dinner with John Bishop and Blee, yeah. Jason Bourne and all. Driving Pierce O'Leary around. Yeah, I was like, what is going on there? Well, I just knows everybody, though. Yeah. And the fact he bumped into David Hay, he rang, he rang me today and I was chatting to him about it. I was like, I'm not even surprised by that. Yeah. Because he always telling you, I met this person, I know this person. I'm like, who the fuck don't you know? Yeah. You know jo I mean? John Bishop, his first ever telly was with us on, I think it was the panel. It was really? his first ever TV, yeah. Um, John Bishop's not around about 100 years. No, he's uh, he's around about 15 years. I think it was either the Blame Game, the show we do in the North, or, or the panel, one of the two. And uh, he, did, he did TV in Ireland, oddly enough, long before he did TV in the UK. And it just took off for him. And uh, he's... Um, like he's just an, like a superstar now. So Willie would know him from them. Yes, he would, he would. He, Willie would know... Like Willie started to 2005 on the Des Bishop show. So he's been around a long time and uh, that's how he knows Rod and Jason and, and all yeah. that, you know? Yeah, come here. So Neil, before we came on air, you told me, so you do your own podcast. Yeah. We're a mad strategy to it. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite in this. Well, there's, it's, there's two lads having the crack, but it's a bit more structured. What I love about this is you, you, it is exactly what it says in the tin. This is talking bollocks, but yeah. you're clever enough to bring it wherever. We, me and Dave Moore, who I'm very, very fond of, who does Dermot and Dave, people who know this building, yeah. works yeah. in this building and wins every award going himself in Dermot. Uh, every time I do his show, he has this thing on it called uh, Dave's World and he just kind of tells facts and everybody else rolls their eyes at him. Anytime I've come on to talk about my own kind of touring shows, we get into these, that's very interesting, but did you know this? And then did you know this? And did you know we should become these weird geeky lads, right? So he said, let's do a podcast about this. We originally wrote a sitcom. I really wanted to work with Dave. Like Dave is a really clever, really bright, really well-rounded man. Who, like he speaks Russian, speaks Czech, speaks Polish, speaks French, uh, plays guitar, you know. And uh, and so I said, let's do something. So we wrote a sitcom once. We wrote a, uh, I think called called Pumped, and it, we got a few quid for a script, and never went anywhere. And I said, let's do something else. And then we said, let's do do this kind of podcast. So basically, one of us comes in and goes and gets an expert. And the expert is in the second half and they tell us something amazing. And in the first half, we talk about uh, stuff around that subject, essentially. So, like, we've had... Um, okay, last week, uh, we had a guy talking about... He was an expert in the elements, the periodic table elements, right? She's talking about there's a radioactive beach in Edinburgh. <clears throat> it's radioactive. And the reason it's radioactive is because lo they dumped loads of planes after the Second World War and the luminous dials on the planes started breaking up and they broke down and got washed up onto the beach and made the beach radioactive. And then he starts telling us about other weird element stories. And he, he talked to us about antimony. We said, don't know what that is. And he goes, right, it's a poison. <laughs> and it was so expensive that people would take this poison and you would, it was a laxative. So it would go straight through you. But because it was so expensive, you would, you would pick up the pill and you would clean off the pill and you would keep it in case you needed it again. And you would also pass it on to your son and your grandson. And it would be passed through the family line for years because it was so expensive. And we were like, fuck, oh, that's the weirdest episode of the Antiques Roadshow I've ever seen. That Somebody sounds like, you know, in Pulp Fiction with the watch. See this watch? Your grandfather had it up his ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it gives it to him. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So we have this weird stuff like this. We talked uh, this week. That's it's it's just out this week. We talked to a geographer guy. He talked about uh, about you know the wall chart that was on your wall in school. Mm. That's basically wrong. And he came on and explained why that was wrong. So like in the 1560s, you could, I could see you're staring at me now going, what yeah, is going I'm on now? Yeah, How could it be wrong? So basically in the 1560s, a guy came up with the idea. So the issue is you have to put a 3D globe, a round globe 
onto a 2D surface, onto a map. And if you ever do that, it gets something gets distorted, right? And this guy came up with this idea uh, uh, and he designed this thing. He's called, he was called Mercator. And in 1569, you're talking 500 years ago almost, he figured this out so that you could stay on the same compass bearing, right? And he figured out this map. And that's the map you see in school on your wall chart. But what happens is that stretches countries that are furthest away from the equator. So if you look at that map, Greenland is massive. Yeah. Greenland is actually, it looks like it's the same size as Africa. It's not. It's about like 14 times bigger. Africa's 14 times bigger than Greenland. Uh, and this guy came up with this because he it's brilliant for navigation, but it's wrong in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, triggered by this because I've seen a fact the other day and I don't know if it's a wind-up or not, but supposedly, you know, the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah. If you take like the, the distance between all the stadiums, you could fit them all in Wexford. In Wexford? That's how small of an area it's going to be in. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. I mean, the people of Wexford would be annoyed, I'd imagine. Yeah. Why would they do it all in such a like, confined space? Why would they well, do Qatar is in, Qatar in, in the first place. Yeah, yeah Qatar isn't massive anyway. Is it not? No, 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 no. Was like surely you could do it in a bigger vicinity than just Wexford. Of just, just in, in terms of scale, they measure yeah. it up like between like this one and that one's only X amount of miles. You could fit all that in Wexford. So that's yeah, does that the trigger? We would love that sort of stuff. That yeah. that's the sort of mad stuff. That's when you said it to me. I was like, I'd love that. You always say about me, oh no, random shit about random yeah, stuff. Yeah, but stupid stuff, like. stuff, you know. Oh that's no, we, no, one, no, no, we. Thing and guitar. Yeah, no, that's good, that's good, but like. We love stupid stuff. The first episode we did was about this woman, uh, and she came along and she, she you know, fr you know, free diving, you know, diving with no no oxygen, yeah. right? No no yeah. air. No equipment. So we yeah. talked about this, uh, this, this woman became, she was a geneticist. She became really interested in these people who live, they're sea nomads. Basically, they live. They don't live in, in villages on land, really. They they're spend most of their time in the sea. And they free dive, and they're amazing. And she went, I wonder are they genetically any different? And she scanned them, and their spleens are bigger. Because What's we, spleen for? You, when you dive, this is really weird, right? If you, We did this once years ago with PJ Gallagher on a TV show, and Evie Nihulu. Do you remember she rose at Schley, and she's now the maths educator? Do you know Evie Nihulu on? Um, uh, and we put the, if you put someone's face in water... If I put your face in cold water, <laughs> right, your heart rate slows. Yeah. Your blood vessels uh, constrict and your spleen contracts. It's called the mammalian dive reflex. <laughs> Where is right? It this is talking bollocks. <laughs> yeah, we're allowed to talk about whatever we want. No, yeah, really. And uh, so your spleen contracts and fires red blood cells into your body and, and that they carry oxygen. So one of the things that allows you to stay underwater is your spleen contracts and fires that red blood cells into your bloodstream. That's Leo. See, that's a good little one to know. But then, but see, that was... She, she <laughs> what have I told you that's worse? <laughs> no, no, I can't think... This is the, the point, though. This is what should happen. You, Dave should go, that's a load of bollocks. Is that real? And he does. Or, oh, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. But in that, so that she was the second half and she explained all this sort of stuff. But then in the first half, we go and find facts that's related to that. So I was asking him then, what's, what's the world record for holding your breath, do you think? Have you just inhaled just to see if you can yeah, do it? Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> um, Go on. World record. The, yeah, so obviously you know this, yeah? I but, do know this, yeah. Um, I'm going to say, like, for holding your breath, so when yeah. I'm holding my breath on the water. Yeah. I'm going to say... Elite athlete that you are. Yeah, yes. Um, I could probably hold my breath for about two minutes, I'd say, okay. three minutes. What do you think? I don't think you could, <laughs> but I think the record is seven minutes. I'm going to okay. go with... 
I want to see you hold your ever two minutes underwater as well, by the way. We're going to yeah. do that someday. No, but, but it has I, to be the canal. I don't think yeah. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be like a pool. Yeah, no, we need to put you under there. <laughs> in your natural habitat. <laughs> in the canal, way down. Um, I'm going to guess nine minutes. 24 minutes. That's not real. Don't give up. Real, don't give up. Nobody goes up water for 24 minutes and come back up. What size are the lungs like a bleeding black bag in a bean? 24 minutes, really? Yeah, now, now, there is a little... Yes, there's a catch. There is a catch, right? It's longer than an episode of The Simpsons. Imagine that. If you didn't like The Simpsons, you could just go up. Is that the catch? No, the catch is he was allowed breathe pure oxygen before for a few minutes. But he did genuinely hold his breath Underworld. So that means he ah, had 24 yeah. minutes. dioxide in his body and he, he don't need to exhale eat, as much. He yeah. didn't need to know yeah. that. That's lethal. That's yeah. science, but then we, fact. But then well, we... There is a fact. It's just enough fact. I don't know facts. You get yeah, like one yeah. sentence of information yeah. and you just tell that to everyone in the yeah, pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that this makes sense. Like, yeah. Well, I'm trying to but say. then we figured out that Dave has a world record. Fuck he also he holds that I was like, is it some shite world record? And he goes, well, yeah, it's for blowing a Balteser in one breath across the floor with a straw. And he he's genuinely in the World Book of Records. He did it in Stevens Green Shopping Centre once, and he's in the Guinness yeah, World like Book it's of Records. Yeah, twenty feet or something like that. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that he, is impressive. Yeah, so we kind of go off and wander around about mad shit like this. And uh, and then we got, like a listener got involved and we went, you know the idea for the Guinness Book of Records happened in Wexford? And I was like, no, it didn't. And then we looked that up and that happened. Why is so, everything happening in fucking Wexford? Telling you. But, well, so so some, some guy, the guy who was the chairman of Guinness, right? Yeah. I think his name was Hugh Beaver. Don't laugh at the back, but that was his name. And he was out shooting and they had a row. This was in the 50s and 60s, 50s, I think. And they had a row over what's the fastest game bird, Right. And uh, they realised that there's no, there's no book to, to look this up. No Google. There's no book to look this up. And he went, you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll, get a, we'll get these two lads to look up and make sure they can figure out what are the world records. And mm. it was meant to be this kind of promotion for Guinness. And then they went, We're gonna, we can sell this. Is this actual Guinness Guinness? Yeah, this was Guinness Guinness. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, and that's that's how we come up with the... So, yeah, see the way... Back to this fella who went underwater for 24 yeah, minutes. Yeah? yeah. See the way he got that pure oxygen. Yeah. I'd love to know what the record is without that. Just a normal bloke getting into water. Because that's kind of cheating. Oh, it's nine or ten minutes. Like Lance Armstrong. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> bro, he's cheating, bro. 100%. But like, no, fella. Yeah. Nine or ten minutes. Hey, TJ Dillashaw on Joe Rogan <laughs> telling everybody he has the best cardio in the UFC and then six weeks later fails a drug test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like getting a, thir a third lung. <laughs> you should yeah, on an X-ray. Yeah, like, I just have tremendous cardio and they're like, yeah, doped up to the gills, you tick you. Yeah. <laughs> so, Neil, we do a thing called Zingers. Yep. Have you ever listened to an episode? I have listened to the Ardle Handle episode and I've heard Willie's episode, yeah. Right, so we do think, have you got a zinger? Well, give me a zinger first and remind me what it is. And so if I understand it. Give me the easy one. It's like King Ateito or fucking, What do you call this thing here? And you'd be like, oh, that's You did the one about, didn't you do the one about whether you put the, put the wrappers of sweets back into Yeah, we did do that. Yeah. Do you? Oh no, I think you should be killed if someone does it. Yeah, yeah. will I come up with a great idea and just put them all in your pocket? That is a great idea. Cat or dog? Cat or dog? Dog. Don't let Will I hear you saying that. What? Will oh, that'll be more. He doesn't like cats. Oh, I, I'll dog all day. Yeah. All yeah, day. Yeah. I don't... That'd be like 95% dog, I reckon. Yeah, and I'll probably have a dog and I can't stand the bastard. You can't stand your dog? Oh, I fucking can't. Why? What's wrong with you your dog? When you're in the gaff and he's baby and fucking time, like. What sort of dog is he? A beagle. Okay, how much do you walk him? 
Oh, about two hours a day. Jesus. Twice a day. They're mo- anytime I'm in Calvin, he's walking the dog. Four o'clock and in the morning. I live in a apartment as well. So like if I have to go downstairs to put the bins down, I bring the yeah. dog with me. Yeah. And I make him come back up the stairs to turn him out. And I'd be bollocks coming up the stairs after him then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be like, turn him out, make him go up the stairs. Then I'd be like, you have to go up the stairs where I'm a tick. And so I'd be bollocks when I get to the top and he'd just be running around then. So he just moans all the time. Oh, really? All the What's time. he called? Bruno. That is a great name for a dog. Yeah, yeah. I named him after Bruno Fernandes. Plays with United. Oh, the Portuguese dude? Yeah. Who doesn't play well when Cristiano's playing. Because yeah, he always well, has to give the ball to Ronaldo, which yeah. I don't get. My head just be wrecked. There's bleeding nine other players you can pass the ball to. I've got I've got a three-legged dog. Do you? Yeah, yeah called Lola. And... Uh, it's this is true. This is true. Oh, There's no joke. Right? There. Oh, joke. No, I'm saying, no, no, joke. Like a comedian. No joke. And every time I uh, bring her, I bring her to this uh, park, and it, we brought her to this kind of dog park. And then somebody goes, "It's a dog socialization area." I was like, "Oh, is it? It's a dog socialization area." Was so like, it's oh. a dog park, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's a do- yeah, it's just a dog park. Yeah. And some of the people up there, they have to let you know how much they know about dogs. Like yeah. you hear them going, "Yeah." Have you met that? You know, you know those people. Oh, I go to a dog park, and I just think it's great because it's a. Like a box staff area where you can let your dog off the leash yeah. and run amok for and them. hang around with other dogs half yeah. an hour and then yeah. when you come back out they're always bollocks and yeah. time to leave and you're like handy you don't have to chase it all you don't have to do one absolutely and every time I go up there's always a different beagle expert you do this you don't do yeah. that and you say all right sound and you go back up the the next day and someone will tell you opposite and I'm just like I'm not even yeah. to anybody anymore they're always there like I love your dog love your dog absolutely love your dog <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Belgian shepherd isn't it I bet, I bet a lot of people say it's a German shepherd but I know it's a Belgian shepherd yeah <laughs> so passport. What I go up, yeah. I heard a bark earlier on and it didn't get rough, so I know it's not German. <laughs> I, I could tell the accent. Uh, so when I when I go up, I pretend to know nothing about dogs. Like I pretend to know that I that my uh, that I don't know that my dog should have four legs. Yeah, and it drives them like they're like, "What's wrong with your dog?" And you're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> What's up with your dog? Where's her leg? Uh, what are you talking about? She should have four legs. Yeah, I got a spider dog. What are you talking about? Four legs. <laughs> Go on with that. She should have four. No, she's a hatchback. She's an entry level dog. I'll stay up enough tokens. I'll get another dog, another leg. It'd be grand. We got one in the post. But it's a great. Most people are lovely, but sometimes <laughs> hatchback. And then she, she, because she's a weird, she's one leg. At the front, obviously, she has to kind of crouch to pee. So she's peeing. And then somebody once said to me, uh, clean up after your dog. And I said, but she's only had a pee. She hasn't had a poo. She's only had a pee. Yeah. And she goes, well, no, she said, she, no, she, she defecated. And I said, she didn't. Do you want to come out here and have a look around? If you can find the shites, I'll pick up the shites. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, there's one there. And I was like, yeah, but that's white. And it's, <laughs> that is fossilized. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no way that that just came out of her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Calvin, have you got a thing Oh yeah, I got sent one there earlier. Yeah, so see, I think this is gonna be very one-sided because <clears throat> one in my head completely outweighs the other. But would you rather be sitting beside somebody, yeah, who has to click on the phone? So you know, the text and it's like, oh yeah, you know, I enjoy that sound. Sit beside a loud chewer. The, the, I know what you're saying It's going to be one-sided Because So many people Don't like Loud chewers Yeah There's another reason Why I hate the dog He's a beagle I, mean, I was why? out here that night <laughs> I was out there that night So I come in late And the dog is there And uh, the missus was away So I let the dog Sleep in the bedroom with me mm. So he's just sleeping I'm lying there And he's bleeding I don't know what he's doing But all the time And I was like Will you fucking stop For five minutes And he's looking at me 
And then just goes back to licking himself. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, it's about fucking five in the morning. You know, just go to sleep for a few minutes. I love that, though. You, know? oh, you, you could easily just put him out of the room and let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, but then he'd be moaning yeah. to come back into me because there's no one else in the gaff, only me. Oh, he has to be with somebody at all times. Not, not like that, but okay. Because like, I'm at the being out and he was on his own. Oh, when right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then, okay, like, he needs to be with me, and I'm just like, oh, just stop. That's so neat. See, what's the person eating? Like, is, is so? If you're sitting beside, him, are we on a plane here? Are we? Are we on a? Are we? Yeah. I mean, I need to know this. Are we on a bus? Or are we on a plane? Where are we? Yeah, not in a restaurant. So not in a restaurant. Sitting beside someone. Okay, so that that would suggest that in a kind of confined space. Yeah, say a bus. Right. A say a bus. Or in a cell and the joy. Okay. Yeah, but we have right. to see what they're eating. Like crips, okay, yeah. yeah. But you see, that'll be like that'll be over in two minutes, where someone could text for hours. Uh, so you get to click, uh, click, click, click for ages. Whereas if it's just crisps, that's going to be gone in five minutes. You're on a fifteen-minute bus journey, right? Someone's eating a sandwich. It's is it the seventy-seven A's or twenty B? Which I know <laughs> it's a twenty-seven B. Yeah, twenty-seven from B. Town to Town. Okay, right. Okay, fifteen minutes, and they're going to be chewing or tap, 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 tap. Yeah. So what are you picking? Does the tap sound annoy you still, by the way? Not really, no. No, I don't really mind it. Uh, well, I mind it because it'd be like... And then he send that goes... Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we send an email. <laughs> uh, I think I'd pick uh, the tap, 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 tap sound. I'd pick that all day. Yeah. I don't even mind either, but no, I'd definitely I, pick the tap. Do you know... How loud it was that, Do you know... <laughs> I don't know why I think it is a sound effects story. I once went to a very posh restaurant. Somebody gave me a... a a present of a, you know that guy uh, Heston Blumenthal he was the guy one of the first guys who used to cook with blowtorches and all his mad stuff right years ago I went to his restaurant and one of the things he did was take, he brought out this dish to get for a seafood dish and you had to put on this was an iPod at the time and you had earphones and you, you would eat the thing while it played your sounds of the sea <laughs> like they're people with too much money yeah that, like, was that, sh- sound, that sounds enjoyable like that sounds lethal yeah. So what are you gonna do? Have a steak and you're gonna listen to the bleeding sounds of cows in a field? Well, yeah. Fuck. Well, when your yeah, when your ma ever gave you a burger, she didn't give you a burger and then just stand behind you, go. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. But he reckon they kind of enhanced the taste of it. He used to do all that sort of mad stuff. Yeah. I have a good. It's not really a singer, but it's a good question. What would you pick okay. about the sound? So. Yeah. Oh, we're all going to tap. Yeah, we're all going tap, tap, tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See the, the chewing sound though. I I heard somewhere that it's an actual thing. Like it's. A phobia or something like that. Yeah, but see, like me dad, you can't eat around me dad. Me dad's the only fella I know that can crunch a banana. He's <laughs> eating a banana and you hear him crunching on. <laughs> and I was like, You're eating a banana. It's the softest thing out there. How the fuck is it crunching? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't eat food around them. So, we, if I'm ever eating dinner, dinner at me man, so we'll do a half an hour either side. So, dinner is half five. He can have his at half four or half five because I'm not sitting beside him eating that. Fuck that. You have staggered food times with I, your dad. Yeah, you can't, because how am I supposed to eat when he's there in front of me? <laughs> this, is, this is like some sort of I mean? prison story. That's what this is. <laughs> you can't have the Mexicans in with the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, if you could go back to any moment in time, mm. right? what would you go back to? Like, any moment. Like Before he asked me the zinger. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> <a> point. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> any moment of time in history yeah, in ever history. Uh, do you do anything or are you just kind of watching no, it no you can go back and see what happened so like you go back like to the pyramids to yeah. the start of time yeah. walking no I don't think you go back the to the troubles big bang whatever you want to go back to like you can go back to anything like um, the troubles <laughs> the pyramids the troubles 
Coyer Road, West Belfast. <laughs> yeah, like you can you can go anywhere. Like you can do whatever the fuck. They were the first two things to give to your head. The I don't know why. Yeah, or the troubles. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I like I like the the watch football law or Tutan Camoon. Okay. Do I watch football? Yeah. Do you follow a team? I follow Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you go back to like Istanbul, two thousand and five. Oh, you go back to last season when he's were decent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, stings. I, it was a stings. Yeah. I could. I could <laughs> do that. Yeah. Because yeah. was. Well, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I would go back to well, a sporting occasion. I go back to nineteen eighty two. Go back Park to eighty two for a, a sporting occasion. This was probably the last time Offaly were in Croke Park, was it? Offaly won the All-Ireland in 1982, yeah. We stopped Kerry winning five in a row. Uh, but if I had to go back... See, you two are fucking spoiled. So the think, two of you is looking... Do you know what I think is mad, Neil, yeah? Because every culture ever, yeah. they know who was in the All-Ireland and Holland and football every year. Every year. Like 1983, yeah, that was Clare versus Limerick in the Holland and Derry versus that, and you know, like... How would you know that? I couldn't tell you who was in the All-Ireland final last year. Yeah. Oh, no, I just remember the last time we won in football in Ireland. That's all it is. That's another thing. It's not an encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah. Well, where would you... Oh, any time in history. I'd like to go back to the Last Supper to see what was that like. <laughs> would you, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'd like That's to see... Thinking. I'd like to see, yeah, the tension around the table. I mean, we've heard an awful lot about it. <laughs> I not think you'd like, you'd like to see if Jesus was there just eating the bread and there was, there was any sort of sign of trouble in the camp. Yeah, <laughs> like there's 12 lads there, you know, and then there's a the 13th lad at the end looking really fucking shifty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd like yeah, to see if, he was, if Judas was giving him side eye. I want to know if there's any signals that Jesus should the have The boys are all whispering, I think Judas is going to pull a run on here, boys. Yeah. Him to pay for this first. Yeah, yeah. Why is yeah. he talking to that Roman lad? He seems very friendly with them. Oh, yeah. no, it's nothing, nothing big. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you go back to? Bringing out bottles of water and all. Jesus. Do your trick. Oh, lads, yes, do your trick. Wine there for you. Yep. <laughs> Where would you go? He asked you, I'm trying to think. I'm, I not, yeah, I'm still thinking. You, so while you're talking, I'm going to think of something then. Well, I, the pyramids wrecks me head. <laughs> it does, yeah, noise the life out of me. Why? Because, like, how were they there? Like, how were they there? Yeah, like, so do you have a logical answer to that? How they're built? Yeah. Slaves. I, I, I heard otherwise. I heard like yeah, <laughs> that sounded like you were going to name a small pub. A fella came up to me. He saw me a ferret, and then he said to me, "Do you want to know the secret no, of the pyramids?" I heard that. And what he did is he walked in with a towel around on a tray, <laughs> and he said, "It's all a perspective. It's, it's all a like trick of the light." Fucking, uh, it's, uh, uh, they got just like thousands of slaves to walk around the clock to build. It's not possible. I heard it was like actually very highly qualified engineers walking around the clock to build. It's the opposite, like. Oh, uh, I don't know, actually. I'd say it's a mixture of both, but I don't think it's kind of aliens or something like that. Is that what you're going to No, no, no see, I don't believe have... in aliens because I'm not childish. But, like... <laughs> yeah, if, no, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, do you know what I mean? See all this alien bollocks and I'll keep it. But, uh, but like, they're so big. It, what's... See, I can't... I should have fucking come up with the facts. I didn't think I was going to pick Go that on, one. What are you going to say? But, like, how many tons... Each joke is, yeah. do you know what I mean? And there's no way them slaves could have been able to lift it. Because I remember watching a video one time and I was, it kept me up for three days now. <laughs> I swear to God, I was yumbling the gap. I said, no way them yumplers were picking them up. <laughs> them young fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Young Have you ever seen the uh, the height of bonfires? Young lads are fucking very, uh, strategically. Valid yeah, point, but it's all, different. Deal, you put a pole in the middle and then you put the pallets against that and you, next thing you know, 
the thing is yeah. fucking you. Oh, hey, a blue pallet is probably the same way as one of them blocks. It's a valid point, yeah. Do you, not, do you think that if you drilled it in one of those blocks, there's the pole in the middle of it? Yeah, yeah 100%. Everybody knows who stacked the bonfire years ago. You had to put a pole in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah true. And then you have the boys up the north in July, and that thing just be like the bleeding. Just like Liberty Hall and they're burning it, and they'll tell us about the bleeding and burning down here. Make sure you switch that telly off down to bed for the environment. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, them boys are born a 14 stories worth of pallets. Yeah, that they're impressive, yeah. them yokes are. Yeah. yeah. How are they doing that, though? How are they doing that? But I'm like getting taxed on my car because of the emissions and that thing. Imagine how <laughs> many Volkswagens worth of fucking years worth of Volkswagen emissions a bonfire is in Belfast on the 12th of July. No, we hear you, bro. I don't know what you're roaring at me for. Have you decided between the troubles of the parents? It's it's one way or the other. He's linking the two of them together. I'm not sure how he's got there. Granny's getting fucking, they're going to be freezing all winter because they can't burn a bit of turf in Tipperary this summer. Or this winter. But the boys in the summer, they're burning pallets like it's no tomorrow. No, we hear you, bro, yeah. So has has that answered your question on the permits? No, it hasn't. What no, upset we, you is upset you is that you don't know how they were built, yeah, or they yeah, don't yeah. know how they were built. Because like I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, no, uh, like and no. I'm the least from it, right? You know what I mean, like. But but how did them youngflas pick them big, thousands of tons, hundreds of tons blocks and stack them all together so perfect? Well, I I I mean I don't know, and I don't think any of us know. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna I'll I'll look it up. On the Encyclopedia Britannica. Walk away. Because none of us are archaeologists unless... What's Encyclopedia Britannica? Yeah, why not? What's that? It's just the Encyclopedia... You know, ever, did you ever have an Encyclopedia Britannica like just a... a you don't know what that is, is no, all right, Harry. You you subscribe to that as well. I have Google. Yeah, but the Google could turn up fucking. <laughs> ah, you can Google that, boys. You can yeah. So you need a that. source. Okay, I have. I have. Who's the source? Okay. The source is my name, Derek, and he, he has a small poem. Derek, he's from Cabra. In Dund- <laughs> Cabra. He says, he says there was two gangs. <laughs> One gang said it could build a bigger pyramid than the other gang. And then the other them said, fuck off. Uh, question how the pyramids built has not received a wholly satisfactory answer. Yes, they're right. See what I mean? The most plausible one is that the Egyptians employed a sloping and encircling embankment of brick, earth and sand, which is increased in height and length as the pyramid rose. Stone blocks were hauled up on the ramp by means means of sledges, rollers and levers. Right. There you go. So, what I don't get is, yeah? Yeah. How did they build them? Right. And then no one documented it saying, do you know what, that's fucking deadly. Write that down so we remember how to do that. And like basically all these people just died out who witnessed it. And then like one day someone's grand grandson came up and like, how'd that yoke get there? And the man's like, geez, I actually don't know how that yoke got there. So how, how knowledge was lost? Basically, yeah. Like how do you not document that? How do you not like somewhere yeah. how that was built? Because you don't know how any of the fucking pyramids were built. And do you not think it's weird that there's pyramids all around the world, yet these people had no means of communication with each other. So there's pyramids in South America, there's pyramids in Mexico, there's pyramids in Africa, there's pyramids in Asia. Yeah. yeah and they all have like the similar methods of how they were built. We think, but right. these people not texting each other on Instagram. Replying to the story with flat emoji, that pyramids leave. We boys are more obsessed with pyramids than I thought. Yeah, that's, yeah, no. I didn't even think we were that upset. It's all now that, like, it's all coming together. No, that's why I'm all, I'm all, It's the elephant in the room, hell. Like, you know, we've people on here <laughs> spilling out their hearts about, like, what they went through in but, life. And I've been thinking, like, that chance and it's in Blade, Mexico. How the fuck did they do that? <laughs> so, so if I just cut his head up and it would just be a, a monkey cycling around uh, and with the pyramids just above their head. <laughs> have you ever seen the pyramid? Yeah, no, I'm, I know what you're talking about. No, I've actually been to the pyramids. No. 
I haven't been to the pyramids. I was at the Chetzen Itza in Mexico. Yeah. Right? So that's the Aztec stepped ones. Yeah, that yeah. one's one of the seven the what, wonders what? of the world. Aztec. It's and one, they're stepped. Right, right. It's one right. of the seven wonders of the world, yeah? Right. And at one of the solstices, you know, when there's an eclipse, yeah. parents, yeah, you know that? Yeah. The way they fucking... Like Newgrange. Yeah, like Newbridge, basically. Yeah, yeah. Newgrange. Newgrange. Oh, Newgrange. Yeah. Newbridge. The New- 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 Bridge. Like the train station in Newbridge. They, they just <laughs> sell you silver. Yeah, basically. So the way the, the light hits it, the shadow of the pyramid creates like a snake. And they used, to, like, they used to worship a snake god. That's cool. And I was like, how the fuck could you do that when we can't even build a children's hospital in Dublin? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. The thing costs I don't 900 think, million and it's gone up to 1.1 billion. I don't think it's now. the same people building the children's <laughs> exactly. hospital. You think we'd be better? So that's what I'm saying. How did they do it? Because those people... Is, Neil, sorry to yeah. interrupt you. If you stand at the bottom of it and clap, yeah. the sound travels up the steps and bounces back down and it sounds like a board, a certain board that lives in the area. It's the same kind of call as that. Wow. I was like, how did you do that? How did you do that? Because I th- okay, I am not an archaeologist, and I don't know the answers to a lot of these things. Just however, how, however, <laughs> I have, oh I would suggest, I would suggest that those people, in the same way, the people who build Newgrange are people who are uh, more in tune with their environment than we are. So I'm you know, I'm not having that. No, I agree. Oh no, sorry, you were in tune with your environment. When would you grow spuds? No, yeah, in tune with the environment and all this carry on, boys, and doing that type of thing is different. No, because aliens are fucking real. No. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the lads in Newgrange clearly are looking at the sky and noticing when they can build that, and so they can align it. So how long do you reckon that takes on the winter solstice? How long it takes? It depends on but the. They would have spent. Years just yeah. looking at the school. Well, there was a false course they all had to do yeah. first. So they do yeah. two years yeah. of false course. Yeah. Then they do a VTech. Yeah. And then they have to go. So it depends. It depends. Where are they getting the grant to do it? There's a lot of the questions here. Where <laughs> are the aliens come from? All, yeah. Was it was it an IT or was it a university? There's loads of questions there. Uh, hang on, They're definitely more in tune with our environment back then than now. Who Cor- looks at James's hos- James's hospital and says that's in the centre of Dublin in a bottlenecked area? Build another hospital there, bro. You think, you think the Celts or the Egyptians had a, like an Egyptian dermabannon? And, and oh, man, that, those bleeding, putting glass windows. And that originally, yeah, Newgrange yeah. originally had massive patio New, doors. Newgrange actually was one big conservatory. Yeah, it was, it was. you press a button and a blind just comes down towards <laughs> the end. Coming yeah. in at the round in someone's calf, basically. <laughs> Boys, my head is, I genuinely have a headache. Yeah. Thinking about that snake and the clap. So, oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, oh, please clap. tell me, please tell me that that's the line that you're going to use for the trailer for this podcast. Well, My head is like thinking about the snake and the clap. And people are going, people will be texting you going, snakes can get the clap. The dirty <laughs> bastards. No wonder they get rid of their skin. They're, they got the clap. <laughs> oh, no, we, these are the questions we need answered. I would, I, that's the sort of stuff that I would absolutely love. So you've clearly been on a tour guide with that knee and they tell you that in the guidebooks and all the rest. And you clap and it comes back and I'm like, That's I, was, cool. I remember saying it to me, but I was like, my head is fucking wrecked. I can't believe is it. That, um, is that the moment you would go to? Is for that? When, no, no, you wouldn't have picked that. I just jumped on board. <laughs> when, when, when would you go back? Where would I go back to? Now we've given each other time to think. No, you've had to have loads of time. I know, yeah, but the, I needed to back you up as well. So I was thinking, where would I go back to? Fuck. Like there's loads of things you'd love to know. Go on. You have to go somewhere that you didn't live through, wouldn't it? Like you can't yeah. be like, go back to the house and not really. Oh. Like I wouldn't ask that girl out. <laughs> like yeah. go back to when Kane scored against Germany. Oh no. Well, um, you could do that. You yeah. yeah. Oh, I think my brother's were at that. Yeah. No. Like if you could go back as you're on now, like mm. so let's do that. You can go back and you know the crack. Oh right. Okay. 
when you're with an iPhone. Back to the pyramids and you have laid still a seed or something, you know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to know what's going on. Right, yeah. And, and we are we speaking the language through magic, so we know what's going on, yeah? Yeah, well, we're... No, you get, just get the witness. No, we, we get to go back you. for five minutes. You get to come back and just see it. Oh, five minutes? That's still five. So you didn't see it five minutes? What if the pyramid? Pyramids took long. So you want, so the pyramids then, if you go back to the pyramids, do you want to see the fella cutting the ribbon when opening them? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> or, is it, or is it the last block going on top? You don't want to see the first block of the pyramid. That's shite. No, yeah, right. Would, yeah, would you go back to see JFK being shot? Ah, little. We only can, ah, does it, ah. Yeah. So, no, I wouldn't go back there, no, because he got shot in Texas, didn't he? Yeah. So I have a, Dallas. I have a phobia of Texas. You have a phobia of Texas? Yeah. So one day, one day. Oh, no, no the, the states. Yeah. Yeah. So, Neil, <laughs> listen to this, Neil, yeah? <laughs> listen to this. Real story, one though, day, yeah. me and Terrence started talking about conspiracies, and he actually knows a lot about JFK and right. the whole thing. And I was like, that's deadly. And I was like, you know, he got shot in Texas. And he goes, oh, that makes sense. Why I have a phobia now? As if, like, you had some connection with JFK. <laughs> <laughs> I spent years of my life on that case, bro. So, bro, I never, I never knew it was Texas. What are you talking about? Oh, that's a, no, that's a you genuinely story. freaked out by, by the state of Texas. The state of Texas, bro, yeah. You've never been to Texas? No, oh, I have anxiety now even thinking about it. Yeah, I was saying, I'm not messing. I just think it's mad. Is my face gone red? Like, is my blood pressure gone up? It's gone up. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not mad. Like, so I'm not, it's not a joke. Like. But I think it's mad about <laughs> you. Were like, that's why I don't like Texas. It makes sense because JFK was shot there. Yeah, like, but you didn't even know the fella. Where, where, does, from... where does this come from? He seemed he seemed very nice. Lovely hair. Um he was he was buried. Me bollocks. Aliens are real. Hell, why what's the whole thing? Yeah, they went they went from Wexford, yeah. That's fucking nuts, boys. He was buried with a bone that wasn't his as well. What? What the fuck is how you know that? I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I I'll tell you how I know that because it was one of the facts we had. Uh, he was buried with a bone that wasn't his. He loved Scrimshaw. What's that? Scrimshaw is when whalers uh, carved these beautiful things on whalebone, right? <laughs> like carvings, <laughs> right? And uh, he loved that. And Jackie Onassis, Jackie Kennedy at the time, got him uh, whalebone, the presidential seal in 1962 carved on whalebone. And when he died, she put it in the coffin. Right. No, it's... Yeah, it's just another fact, isn't it? It's just podcast. another fact. <laughs> it's a pointless one, but why? Right? <laughs> of course it's a pointless one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Do you know what's mad, boys? You can actually go and watch him get assassinated on YouTube. I remember, like, ah, no, surely that's took off and his head blows up like a water balloon. Yeah. So I, can we go back to why you're... <laughs> uh, what started... Yeah, we can't... We ne the we, Texas phobia. Me and Calvin have tried to figure this out. We I don't know if he's a professional you need to be talking to about this. <laughs> no, that's it. That's a bit insulting. <laughs> are, are you a psychiatrist or a sus? I feel like it. He's basically <laughs> in the SNA. Basically. Um, I feel like it. I don't know. There's no, there's no reason. There's no reason. Like, see, when I say that to people, I'm genuinely serious when I say that. Like, what about you? You know your man, um, Chuck Norris? Yeah, yeah. don't like Texas him. Ranger. Yeah, no, no, fuck him. No, all them don't like that. Blading Clint Eastwood, no. Okay. Blading, who else gives me Texas vibes? John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> George Bush. And <laughs> George Bush Sr. Yeah, but that's, a, that's good. That's a healthy hatred to have. Dallas, did you watch Dallas as a kid? No, no, something no, traumatic happened during stopped in the 80s, bro. There's no... Yeah, there's, so everything is repeated, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no uh, There's no memory. There's no memory. We just, Any other states you don't like? Uh, no, Texas. Specifically. 
Just Texas. They okay. say you'd be left in after a three-day bender. Oh, don't look, that's day either, yeah. <laughs> Never been to America, but being in some states. <laughs> yeah, just Texas, yeah. And I can't put my finger We give him it. a crash course in it. So what happened was, Taryn said this in the podcast before, then he went to a medium, and the medium said, in a past life, you were an Indian. No, I didn't say it on the podcast that stage. I said it after that. Yeah, I know, but I'm giving him a crash course. He went thing. to a medium. Yeah, he went to a medium. He said before that he had a fear to Texas. Then... He went to medium and the medium said, "Yeah, in the past life, you are an Indian slave and you're getting dragged through the desert. I was a Native desert. American, yeah. You're getting dragged through the desert by two cowboys, they're on horses and they're dragging you and they're whipping you. And he's like, all right, grand. So that that was, now he's reincarnated as a podcast host. <laughs> and he was like, that's where my third of Texas has come from. And he said that growing up, he'd walk into the gaff, his ma would have like Clint Eastwood on the telly and he'd be like, oh, and she'd have to knock her off. She'd be panicking trying to knock the telly off and all. And uh, what do you make of that? Yeah, no, she had, uh, so, so, so at the time, yeah, she, did I say it? She at the time, right, I didn't think I'd ever said that before. Right. So she just randomly brought this up to me. And she was like, no, she's like, the medium now. Yeah, yeah, the medium, yeah, not me, ma. So <laughs> she, she was like, in, in, like, um, in your past life, you were a Native American, um, you were from Texas, like, and you were getting dragged through it. And all this carry on, I was like, Boom, that's fucking mad. But like now I grew up and I'm like, surely she had to know something. Like, I had to have said it somewhere. Yeah. Because I know you don't believe in mediums, by the way you sort of rolled your eyes the minute Calvin said medium. Yeah. <laughs> what do you make of mediums? Uh, I think she said something that there's no way for you to prove. I no, mean, she could have said no. anything at all. No, you're right. You know what I mean? It gave me a bit of comfort though. Oh, oh okay. Not anymore, you had to ruin it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'm the fraud in this yeah. conversation, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the bad guy here. Yeah, yeah, you were a Native it. American specifically being dragged across I don't Texas. You Texas. She said the desert, but obviously... No, she said Texas, bro. Um, I don't think she did. I remember at the time you told me, Terry. Oh, hundreds of meant I'll never forget the words. I was on the phone like that. Did she not say the desert? And no, in Texas, bro. Specifically Texas. Texas, and I nearly dropped the phone, nearly collapsed. And, Up a team, yeah. <laughs> and fear, and fear has gone fr from through the through the past lives. Yeah. Did, she, did you ask her what the the past life before that was? No. So I was very conscious that like, don't give her that. So I literally didn't answer her for fifty eight minutes. I'll never forget the length of the phone call. No, I just <laughs> did not say that. I was just mm hmm, mm hmm. No, like that. Because, like, people say that they can read your tone of voice and all when you're answering something, so they know they're onto something. Right. But, like, there's a man in the room, you're like, yeah. And they're like, well, he has a dead dad and nobody yoke in his voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of that. Like, I'm just they saying, turn like, up so. to a gig in Ireland and they go, does anybody have a, a Patrick belonging to them? A Mary belonging to them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. He says that he is. Uh, he upset you that time. He did upset me that time yeah. with the thing that he said. You're right. He did upset me with the and thing he said, that he don't said. Don't worry about yeah. the money. Oh, yeah. 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 But the thing is, the thing is, though, they can be specific with things. Like, if you ask, like, I know, look, I'm actually now a non believer again. I went from non believer It's cold to, reading. It's called cold reading. Yeah. But, like, there's people that, like. Oh, Tyrone's Adamant. Tyrone's Adamant is like 100% real, bro. I'm telling you, bro. 100% real. And then, like, you're just. He went through a phase, he was like, that was a lot of bollocks. Yeah, no, I don't. See, I said, no, because genuinely in that phone call, she did say some mad shit. And I was like, because I, I wasn't answering on. She was saying stuff that was like on the money. And I'm not a stupid young you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't that like vague. Like, it was like, she was saying. Why did you do the call in the first place? I got a chance at it. So a friend of mine had 
being booked in with Hoflin and Hoflin couldn't make the call. Okay. He had something on. She's like, do you want to do a call with a medium tomorrow at this time? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I wasn't like looking for clarity in anything. Okay. Do you get me? Yeah. And it was so sudden as well. But you know what else really annoys me? This is actually a genuine fear he has. Like, no, those, legit. Like, yeah. But so, so how does this manifest itself, this fear? So like... Uh, I was a Native American. No, go on. It was, it was, like... How are you scared of looking at it on a map? Are you see, but Garth see, Brooks, you know, Brooks concert. See that film? He's from it's Oklahoma. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's yeah. overhand with cowboys cowboy all over the gaff. So in, hold on. Now it's not Texas. It's cowboys. Boy, to say. So no, I'm here. Showed him pictures of like Houston. Houston's a big, huge built-up city, and he hadn't a clue. And then I'm like, that's Houston, Texas. He's like, I'd never go there. I was like, but if I just dropped you there, if I brought what if you, him, what if you played the Texas the band like, ah, you know that? Yeah, great. I can make me feel yeah yeah you make me feel fine you can say what you want but I don't never heard either uh, that's, i don't know what it used to be the super sunday uh, song oh someone in here tried to give us tickets today yeah i know he snapped that and clearly he's yeah. got a box on me i'm only have to remember that that was about 18 months ago yeah what, the he's what, on what about tex-mex food no, like, do you know? So this is the thing, Neil. People think he's winding them up, and they will be sending them pictures of like cowboy hats and all. Yeah. And we remember we were in. So it's, it's so it's not Texas. It's cowboys. That's no, what I said. This is what I said. It's not Texas. Texas. Did you like Woody from Toy Story? I never seen Toys. I didn't have a telly growing up. Oh, Neil, we have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> Neil, I can spend the day oh. in a yeah. public service announcement there to any future guests. Just listen to a handful of podcasts. Yeah, because you like, now this is going to get about me and it's not my time to shine, Neil. This is all about you. Oh, yeah, but I'm well, fascinated you're baffled, by this. You? But I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, mm. so it's... Uh, cowboys aren't included. I don't like cactuses. Cactus, I don't like yeah. sand. Deserts. I don't like deserts. What about Mexico? Yeah, we'll go to Mexico. But Mexico has all of them. Well, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> I didn't know that. What about a snake with gonorrhea? Yeah, I'm, that Mexico has that as well. Would you, no, would not, you go there? Yeah. No, I'm not too so pushed on that. Has a snake with the clap? That's what I'm saying. Snakes. That's what the reference was. What's gone mad, please? I didn't believe people when they said you could end up talking about anything on this, but fuck me, it's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Aliens are real. Mediums are real. Snakes can clap. <laughs> Snakes can clap, they can <laughs> rattle as well. What an episode. <laughs> Wrap her up there. <laughs> we haven't even gone into you. What's your moment? The zingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what, yeah, what's your moment? <laughs> what is your moment, bro? Oh, I can't think is it the Alamo? Go back to the Alamo. No, that's no, not. No, look, on a more serious note, boys, yeah, like. Like on a more, I don't even know if I can say this. Can I, look, I'd love to go and see, like, what happened to Madeleine McCann and all. Do you get me? Can I say that, boys? I don't see what like you're I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that. That's actually a very good thing to say, I think. That's a good moment in time to pick. Look, imagine that. And then I'd come back here and I wouldn't tell no one because I'm not a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right now? Come with you, Oh, I give up my blood pressure. I should have the roof. I need a D5. <laughs> That's down on the dunk of a baller. I'm just gonna have tears in my eyes. Are you all right, Neil? <laughs> I'm just thinking that's the one he's gonna pick. But I think that's a good a That's good, the moment. That's a good one. You is haven't answered. I know, I can't think of There's so many moments in history. I'm sweating. Would it be Irish history? Would it be 1916? Would it be what happened in the GPO? Would it be. Lethal. Deadly, yeah. Would it be that's that? Good, Calvin, no? Would it be. You could see how the earth was made, like. Would it be Wolf Tone? Would it be. 
Roger Casement trying to get weapons onto Bannistrand was or whatever it was. We got more recent than that. Would it be the battle of Kinsale and you go, lads, just lay siege to Kinsale? I don't know, mate. Genuinely. You're not going to give us one moment. It's all right if you don't like what well, mm. literally happened on for so Would it long. Would be Solskjaer scoring a goal in 1999? I actually remember that. I don't need to go back. Okay, right. But would I actually like to go and win? Calvin's yeah. older than you now. Mm. <laughs> I remember watching that. That's my earliest memory in football. Sitting in Lord's Lats with me dad watching the treble and fucking me up in the air. And then <laughs> they were getting you. about That's a minute later. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Like that time you won the treble. Remember you was... Oh no, you never done it. But uh, you were on many, the radio many, for Ireland's greatest moment. Yeah, there was a bit of a mix-up there. Yeah. So I, I initially thought I was going on to talk about your biggest. Boy, yeah. what I thought, and obviously, I, oh, your own biggest moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, okay, pick, yeah. So like, some people are talking about repeal the eight. Some people are talking about the marriage referendum, yeah, quality and stuff like that, which is interesting. But I wanted, I picked the sporting moment. I think Katie Taylor in twenty twelve, yeah, in the Olympics, winning gold, the first time women's boxing was in the Olympics. Yeah. And then what happens after that, like, and there's a whole lot to it. So I went there with a lot to talk about, and they hit me. They had a list of their own moments to talk about, didn't they? Yeah, the and I ended up getting <laughs> talking about rural electrification in Ireland. And what did you say? I just kept bringing it back to Katie Taylor. I'm <laughs> 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 like, not talking about Ireland's that. biggest moment is now? Oh, you'd have to. I think what one it was Ireland becoming a republic. I think in 1949 or something. Like Which is a valid point. Yeah, I would have. I would have said independence. I would have said independence. I would have said independence. Yeah. Rather than you've seen this list, have you? No, I just saw something that said it was uh, that was the top. Wasn't well, can I tell I you? I think 1990 World Cup was one of the big ones, wasn't it? And I would have said independence. Sure. Um, so Katie Taylor was 16th on the list of the top 20. Yeah. And then 15th was Garth Brooks selling out five nights in Croker. No. The moment in Ireland. Yeah. So you just don't understand cultures? No. I don't think anyone understands cultures. Don't cultures understand cultures? Neil, do you realise you're a culture? Of course. Are you aware of this? Yeah. Of course I am. But there's a lot of cultures out there that are not aware that they're cultures. Why? What do they think? Oh, I'm not a culture, I'm from the town. I was like, this is the way you sound. That's a culture thing to say. Yeah, every, yeah everybody from outside of Dublin. Everyone from the M50 is a culture. Inclu including, I would say, uh, people from other cities. In, in Ireland. There's no other city in Ireland, yeah, Dublin. There is. Dublin is a glorified yeah. town. Yeah, right? yeah. We my barely qualify as No, my point is that other people from other cities who I, I would consider them cultures. Right. Yeah. Give me an example. What's another city in Ireland? Galway. Galway's a city. Yeah. Galway's it, little. So yeah, is Limerick. It's spot. So is Limerick. It's so is Cork. It's where a train station and that's it. You could walk anywhere in Galway. So is Cork. Yeah. It's tiny. It's not a city. What classifies a city? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just what do, you, what do you have decided? If I was to like, give you an example of a city, I wouldn't pick fucking Galway anyway. Well, you asked me for cities in Ireland. Yeah, and I said, there's one, there's Dublin, and then there's Belfast, but we can't, for polit political reasons, that <laughs> Ireland foster, we can't classify Belfast. Yeah. Dirty maybe. Dublin is the only city in Ireland. And Cork. Cork. That hill. Cork. 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 So you're going to so have Derry, but you're not going to have Cork. Ah, Cork's, bigger, stupid, is Cork's bigger than Derry. Yeah, by area, but not by city. No, by population. Yeah, that's because they're bleeding down there like rabbits. Uh, I have no okay, telly either. Okay. Not a telly to be seeing down that there. Does, oh, you can't say that in front of him. He didn't have a telly growing up. You've not been listening to the podcast. <laughs> PTSD. Yeah, Ma has seven kids. <laughs> yeah, she does have a load of kids, yeah. Has she got seven? Six. Six of us, yeah. 
Did you have to count on your fingers to figure out how many siblings you have? Because you have his fingers, he's not from Cork, he only has five fingers. Yeah, me and my two brothers, who are about the same age. And then she had three more kids. Right, Like a few years ago. His man two sets of twins. So like, yeah, two sets of twin brothers you have, yeah. Wow. Mad that, isn't it? That's aliens. Yeah, she want to grow up, wouldn't she? Yeah, aliens are That's aliens. Right, boys. How are we get talking about cities? Uh, Garth Brooks. Yeah. It was 15th on the list, you said. Yeah, look, and I said that on it. I said, that's shocking. And, and that's... But that's recency bias. Do you reckon? Yeah. Did that's he say when it, it was the first time? Did he say when he did in this year or 2014? The Five when? Nights. He done Five Nights in 2014 as well. He's, he's worth that yeah. fortune, yeah. Cunt, didn't he? But like, I, um, I remember saying to somebody, the culture's like him so much that like Ticketmaster were accepting silage as power payment <laughs> for, <laughs> for those tickets. Yeah. And squirrel stamps. <laughs> but like, if people like it. What? Yeah, it's whatever you're into, but it is childish. See, I thought this was childish. Liking, do you like that, Brooks? I'm no, not particularly. Yeah, but what's childish about that though? Do you know what I thought was childish about it, Neil? <laughs> I just used the word. I just, like, I just don't like it. I'm, you didn't I'm expect to be interrogated no. at the choice of words. But you know what I do? Like, oh look, he's at the sound now five nights. There was people who were going like two nights in a row and all, yeah. and you're like, that kind of people are doing that for it, us, Calvin. We have a live show on Sunday, yeah, and there's people going, going again on Wednesday. Fifteenth on, on the list for selling out live shows and all. Guy Brooks was like, look at me. So many. what was the top five then? Top five was. I think the marriage referendum was one of them, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Tord, I think. And I think Repeal the Eight was one. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? No, it didn't make top five. What did you say about rural electrification? I just, I panicked, yeah. Yeah? So I was, I was just what did let, you, I was letting them I like plugs. What did you say? Yeah, shit, something like that. I was like, turn your switches off and all, you know what I mean? I, I didn't know what to say. And I was like, Kate, you know I had an electric bar fire. I panicked, bro, yeah. I just got roped into it, but here we are. Um, Neil. Yes. I don't know how long we're at the main talking for. It feels like it flew by. It's a bit, I have to say, it's been very enjoyable, gentlemen. Yeah. Thanks very much, Neil. I appreciate that. We haven't even started, is the issue. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a real thing. Like, we <laughs> actually <laughs> don't know anything about you. Well, I'll do it again. Maybe so. <laughs> what are you doing on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> you actually have so, a live show on Sunday. I know, I think it's 30 30. No, I was just going to say we jump in and find out a bit about Neil, but. I have a question for you. Right. You kind of touched on it before we got started, so I couldn't actually talk about it, but you wrapped me tickets for Sunday or something like that, I heard. I did, I took What happened? I took your tickets by accident. How? You took your tickets for your own show? Basically, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ah, Dagen Clary. So Dagen Clary, what does that, what's Dagen Clary's job title? Don't know. Medium. Well, he walks for <laughs> gold out anyway. He walks for gold out. So Dagen is over us. Yeah. And Dagen's a milcher. So Dagen tries to charge us for our <laughs> own clothes. And and yeah, the head milcher in hell, yeah. So if like we're like, Dagen, them talking bollocks jumpers are nice. Give us them, we'll sit on the show and we'll talk about them and we'll get people to buy them. And he's like, Yeah, cough up with the money. He's like, Yeah, revolute me for your own merchandise. For your own merch. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and then he does the same with our own tickets and all. He's like, Revolute so me. You're kind so, of deflecting the blame on the Dagen yeah, here. Like, you stole his tickets. Basically, he's what I'm at the herd. We get like allocated, I mean, a minute amount of tickets for yeah. friends and family. Like, I mean, there's some shows where I'm like, Dad, you can go to this one, Ma, you can go to the next one because I've got enough tickets for us. See, all I'm hearing there now is uh, that's a humble break. That's what that is. That's all yeah. I'm hearing there is. Oh, listen, we've got so little, we sell so we many just don't tickets. Like our own my, my diamond shoes are too tight. Oh my <laughs> God, ma'am, I can't bring you to Vicar Street that holds 1,100 people because we're, I'm too successful. I'm sorry about that. I am too successful. It's a valid point, but it's a long damn lunch. But anyways, I was over here collecting my tickets and then I seen another four tickets on the table and I took them. And you took everybody's tickets. Kind of. 
So, but that the Irish show, so in my head, I seen talking bollocks tickets there, and I like gold dust, and I was at the end of mine, and I said, you know what, fuck this, and I whipped them up off the table. You must have known they were his, though. I didn't know they were cabs, I'm at the find out now. Who did you think? Did you put- promise him to someone else? No. So you just had four? I had four, actually, I was actually going to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> if I double the price <laughs> Galping outside your own gig yeah, That'd be absolutely cool yeah. And I was wondering why All week on Instagram Like there's members of his family Putting up And their tickets to our show And they have loads of them And so he's not watching out too yet They're out selling headbands as well Yeah <laughs> There's loads of tickets there That's mad Parents sat at the sort And all them out And I was like Now and I Why the fuck are my tickets? Mm. And I have a list of people then And I swear to God Like I literally can have you bring, through it Can you bring them to the next gig? That's what I'm going to do. So we're playing on Wednesday as well. We've another live show on Wednesday. So people who I haven't got tickets for on Sunday, I have to give them tickets for Wednesday. Ah, you're all right. Are you going to change your shows between? Yeah. Two, two entirely different, different lineups. Two completely different shows. So it'll be all Texas or Pyramid-based or it'll be brand new stuff? No, no. again, that all out of the system now. Okay, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So this, this way we're doing this now. Okay. You know what I mean? And then Sunday we're just... Well, I don't know what we're going to do, to be honest. Oh, yeah, with you. Actually, do, you, do you want to know the gospel truth, Neil? Yeah. We haven't even spoke about this live show yet. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you have the guest booked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. We've the guest booked. So that's a good start. Yeah. It's usually but, the opposite. Like, we really plan the show and be like, talk about this, this, and like, throw that part in there and that part. And you're like, grand, yeah. like, and who's your guest? And be like, oh, well, we want to get this person, that person. And like, the show will be on a Sunday and be like, text them there. It'll be Wednesday. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you can't do it? Someone has plans? This is fucking stupid. <laughs> and he'd be like, it's our own fault. Yeah. Whereas we done the opposite this time. The second we knew the shows were coming, we got onto the guests, got them locked in. And now we're about four days away and we haven't got an amp plan. Time we got the suit. All you need is a zinger. We've done a full episode on a zinger. Yeah, so that's what we know we can do. Yeah. We just want it to be entertaining as yeah. well. Do you get me? Yeah. Because we can. You've, I'm going to walk out of here and you're not going to know anything more about me than when I walked in. Oh, I know you're I quite like that. I know you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, believe, I believe in medium. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of Alabama. <laughs> Off the one day, all oil. 1982. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's enough. enough. <laughs> the facts. I know Willow White because he knows everybody. <laughs> so, Neil. Yeah. We haven't even. Scratch the surface. <laughs> Nothing. We're definitely going to have to do a part here with you. <laughs> but what is the best and worst comedy gigs you've ever done? Because you're a comedian. Ooh, better, worst one. I did a gig once. There's this famous gig in Edinburgh called Late and Live and you, you go on at one o'clock in the morning and it's carnage, as you can might imagine. Yeah. Right? One o'clock in the morning, people are hockeyed <laughs> and it's kind of a, a rite of passage. And I remember I did it once a years ago and I got away with it the first time and then I was a bit cocky the next time went on and started messing with the audience and a guy about five minutes in just went, get your balls out! <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> and I thought, oh, fuck, man. And I... And I uh, said, I'll get mine out if you get yours out. Mistakenly thinking that he wouldn't get his balls out. He had them in his hand by the time he got to the end of the sentence. I hadn't even gotten to get your balls out and the fucker was up with a sack in his hand <laughs> standing on stage. And uh, Scott Brown said, I, yeah. then I didn't. Uh, and then if there's one thing that Edinburgh will not forgive, it's a broken promise. <laughs> and then it was just hours of them, or it felt like hours of them, get, like half the crowd hate me because I, I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. And if I get my balls out, I would have been, fi- been fine. Yeah. Been fine. Looking back now, I'd probably get one out, you know, and then you save the second one as a finale or something. Yeah. But that was, that, <laughs> that, was, that was, but I stayed on. I stayed on, but like half the crowd hate me. And then the other crowd going, geez, this fucker's staying on. This is kind of. The, one the, o'clock in the morning, you Oh, no, I was on, uh, yeah, it starts at one. I was probably on at two or quarter past two, yeah. That what is the point in that? What? It was this, it was this, it, it's the vibe that it's meant to be rough and it used to be a bear pit. Uh, and then. What made you agree to that? Um, 
the money. <laughs> uh, you really have no money at the start to do in stand-up yeah. comedy. Uh, what maybe it was this thing that you kind of it was a rite of passage people used to do. Yeah. It. Why did I do the thing in, in the in the gig in the prison? Why are you doing this now? Uh, because I've heard this ah. and I've enjoyed this. Cute. And I've, <laughs> I was expecting that the slag was there. No, it, no. I, nice. I I really liked it. I really liked the Ardle episode and I really liked the Will episode. And uh, it sounds a good crack. That's mm. why. Yeah. That's why. And there's no there's no. You know, sometimes you go on these shows, I don't know how many of these other shows you've been on, but that, like sometimes you'd be ch- chatting to a guest or you're chatting to a chat show host yeah. and you just know he's going to ask you the next question on his list. No matter, he's going to ask you question two, no matter what you say for question one. Exactly. So he'll go, listen, you're up to uh, something interesting this week and you go, yeah, I killed a man to watch him die. And he'll go, <laughs> really? And the tour starts on Monday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Whereas I'm pretty sure if I said I killed a man to watch him die, you go, sorry, and then we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what would happen. You'd be like, was he from Texas? Because he deserved it if he was from Texas. Uh, do you know what I mean? You, the two of you, would go with the flow, whereas sometimes uh, you were, you're just going to get asked the next thing on the list. <laughs> so, well, we found the clip of this week's episode. <laughs> that's incredible. Solved the door. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the main reason of doing. Was that your worst experience with a heckler? Uh, with a heckler, <laughs> um, that pro- yeah, probably yeah. I mean, sometimes you get you used to get people. See, it, it was different when you start because when you started, you had no kind of choice about where you went on. You took every gig, and yeah, yeah. I remember I did a gig once, and um, like you took every gig, so you, you couldn't say no, and you were just learning the ropes, and you'd be standing there, and the Champions League be on the final, you'd be on a milk crate, and nobody would listen to you and stuff like this. There was a, years ago a certain brewery run a competition where uh, a, like pubs could win a night of comedy, and I ended up in South Armagh. In the middle of nowhere, right? Uh, because they had won the competition to hold the comedy night. And I went, okay, got, got there. And they were all lovely. It was a tiny little pub. And I said, is there any, anywhere for me to hang out? And the guy goes, yeah, you can hang out in the kitchen. Uh, and I went in the kitchen and uh, there was a coffin <laughs> on the kitchen table. And he just goes, there's tea and coffee there. Don't look at that. And then <laughs> I shot myself. <laughs> I sat there for the whole night just not looking at it. So there was just weird. Is that a real story? Oh, real. Yeah, real story. Yeah, yeah. There was just, there was just Did weird. Did ask questions? Uh, in South Armagh? No. Fucking nobody <laughs> asked questions around <laughs> that particular town at that particular time. Oh, no. That so there was all the these weird little s- stories that we used to have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's mad. Like I, I, I once can't... went for I once went for an audition for a show called Pure Mule. I think they've repeated it a while ago. And this is how bad an actor I am, right? Uh, the, I went for the audition, the role of of uh, it was, it, this is about fifteen years ago. It was for a fellow. It was about twenty six, twenty seven. Right from an awfully town called basically called Edenderry. My brother knows the playwright. I went to play me, and I didn't get the job. I didn't get the job of me. Right, you man go, don't really see you as you. I can't really, I can't really imagine that. And I knew another guy. I knew a guy called he was he, he, he was he was a comedian who was uh, Kylie Minogue's minder. He was this huge guy. He was about six nine, and he was a comedian, but he was also a bouncer for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know these guys are so big. Well, you, you don't mind that, Harry. You, <laughs> you don't get used to how big they are. You know those lads. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, see, you go, fuck, he's massive, and you look away, and then you go, fuck, he's still massive. Those <laughs> huge lads, right? He he once went for the role of the bouncer in uh, Chopper Harris's nightclub uh, years and years and years ago in the film. 
you know the film with Eric Bana? It's an Aussie film. And the guy goes, no, we don't see you as it. And he goes, I, well, I was the bouncer. I was the bouncer. And he goes, no, we don't really see you as playing that role. Like, what, you've got a fuck all chance if you are the person. Yeah, yeah. You are that classic, person. Yeah. yeah. And you can't act as that person. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You weren't believable as yourself. It's kind of a little bit odd, yeah. If well, like, do a film about you, Neil, who would play you? Oh, um, I think a real curveball like Eddie Murphy, I think that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit weird. Is anybody going to mention this whole thing? Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe Matt Damon needs the work, doesn't he? Yeah. I saw Matt Damon, I saw a clip of him on TikTok saying that he turned down 10% of the royalties of Avatar. James Cameron offered 10% of Avatar. To be in it? Yeah, and Avatar was the biggest film in the world. He, no actors ever turned down more money than him, he said. How much money? Yeah. No. No, 10% of the royalties was the highest grossing film ever. Yeah. And what? Up yeah. until about two years ago. I, I don't have made, I think he made a billion quid, didn't it? Um, what? Oh, I think he made yeah. more. Yeah. So what, he got 100 million? Yeah. Yeah. That's royalties. mental money. And, and, and yeah, so you, he'd probably have a gear bag rather than the cans. In, in the plastic bag, yeah. <laughs> going swimming in Dorky then at that stage. <laughs> he probably have the best of gear. He could have bought the gaff and Dorky instead of renting it for the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mental money, but who play you? Who play me? Oh, I should be picking. He'll play you. Go on then. I no, like I'm, I no, think I. Who do you think would? For you, I think I'd pick probably Lou Diamond Phillips. How's that? Who because that? he's he's the only Native American Indian act, <laughs> oh, actor no, that I came to my head. Neil, yeah. yeah. Um, who play him? Know. Who would play you? That's a good question. Good what age are you? How old do you think I am? Well, he said you're old. Yeah, he is old. how old do you think I am? So you're older than you look then? Yeah. Well, how old do I look, Neil? Come on, will you? Uh, I'm going to guess you're 30. 30. No. So he looks 30. Are you guessing he's 30? No, I'm trying to remember. Uh, they won 1999. Uh, he was probably four in 1990, so when he was born in 1995, that'd make him 27, 28. That's quick maths now. That's impressive. Not bad. And your memory. You remember the I'm 28. So I said 27, 28, yeah. Just 29 next week. Who's yeah. older, me or him? Oh, I mean, he's 28 and you've lived many lives. Yeah, so, so, I mean... You're yeah. timeless, 30. You're, t you're like... Timeless. Stonehenge is what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're like. You're like an old quiet. Yeah, he, he knows the boys who built the pyramids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should just ask the lads. <laughs> DIY SOS. I'm going to say you're. So I'm going back to this now. Yeah. All right. Uh... You get this right, I'll revel out your 30 quid. I swear me ma's life. What do you mean, get this right? Oh. oh, his age. Sorry, I didn't yeah. know what the question was. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on the actor question. <laughs> like, how can you be <laughs> the right answer? <laughs> the right answer. Someone has played you already <laughs> in a minor film. If you can guess who it was, uh, who play you? By the way, would be um, one of the Leesons. Yeah, Donald. Donald Leeson. Well, that one, boys. Yeah, but is he good? Yeah. Is that the one who was in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah. Star Wars, fella, yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. Fella, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a character. Yeah. You're 30. <laughs> 26. Thank you. Thank you. 34. 34? Yeah. Okay. He's nice. 22. Tell him the truth. What age are you? 21. What age are you? <laughs> no, I'm actually devastated. You said 30. Honest to God. I'm sick of people saying that I'm older than Calvin. What age are you? 26. 
It's all the it's all the worry you have about Texas. <laughs> he's not that. worried about it. He's only worried about a beagle. Yeah. And the beagle, like with the best will in the world, is going to be dead by the age of 14. Texas is around forever. Sound. So, Neil. Yes. What is the name of your podcast? It's called Why Would You Tell Me That? <coughs> it's a great name for the podcast. Basically. Like, yeah. What else would you call that podcast? Yeah, it's basically... Do you yeah. wanted to call it Talking Bollocks, but we got there before you. No, because we want at some point somebody to go, I'll tell Dave something and he, I have to justify why would, I tell, why would I tell him that. So he's well within his rights to do what you just did with the Scrimshaw-based knowledge that I dropped on you earlier on, where you just went, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so sometimes we go, oh, that's great. And then sometimes you go, no, I'm not into that. But uh, most of the time we uncover kind of mental shit, you know? And yeah. why would you tell me that? Do you find it hard to get people in like an expert? Well, sometimes you see, I suppose, like we were chasing a person for a while and they they study a tribe and live, uh, have done a lot of research in a tribe in China. Um, and I think they probably thought, because we didn't, the podcast wasn't out at the time. They were probably thinking, who are these lads? And if they look up my name, they're going to get com- comic. If they look up his name, they're going to get a, 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 a not a serious radio show, but a kind of a lighthearted, even though they do serious subjects. But you know, and they might be going, well, why am I going to talk to these lads? I have you no know, interest in talking to these lads. Or they might kind of uh, take the piss. But once people know we have, we're, we're good sorted. intentions. Yeah, yeah, we've got good intentions. And now it's easier and easier and easier because we go, oh, we had that person, we had that person, we had that person. Yeah. So I did Countdown the other day and I, uh, so, you know, Susie Dent who sits yeah. in Countdown and Dictionary Corner, she's going to do it. Um, and because uh, I got the idea because Dave, Dave one day went, Jesus, that's Balubus. And I said, you know where that comes from? And he goes, no, and I explain where it came from. And then, so she's going to go on and she's going to explain the history of words, various words. What does Balupas mean? Balupas went, you know, do you know the siege of Jadaville? Did you ever see that film? Yeah. You know, you know yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, the head fella in that, the sergeant? Yeah. Quinlan. Yeah. His nephew, I'm going to say, was my teacher on school. He used to always tell us about well, about uh, him. The Balupas were a tribe in, in the Congo at the time and there was such negative paper uh, coverage here. That God, that that's Baloo became this derogatory term. And we said, you might not say it, but people older than you would say it because your parents said it. We don't know what it means, but that's where it comes from. I'd never heard that word in my life. I've never Did heard not? that word. That's the never. first time okay. I've ever heard Yeah, ask your mum and dad. Yes, Balupus? Yeah, that's Baloo's, yeah. No, it's news to me, isn't yeah. it? I've never once in my life, 28 years on this planet. Too young. Heard Too young. Too young, but I never heard my man that say. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's Bulgy thing. It's not a culture. Is it a culture? It's not a culture. You say in Dublin. Yes, you do say in Dublin. My mother used to say it. My mother's from Dublin, so. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I hear you. Right. I think we're at the end of the road, are we, boys? Oh, we no. The trouble is, we have too much to talk about. So we have literally just come off the junction of the road. Yeah. We're going to get back on the road at some point. We will be back on the road soon. We will get a part two and possibly part three as well with you. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. But have you anything else to plug before we wrap it up? Oh, I'm doing a tour. I'm That's go- what I was about to say. Are you doing any tours? Yeah, yeah I'm doing a tour uh, in... It's called Delamerium. I always call my shows something to do with my name. So I once had... You like this. I once had the Fresh Prince of Delamere. <laughs> yeah, not just like that. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Creme de la Mer was another one. That's that was a bad vaguely one. sexual. Bad one. Uh, well, there was that Creme de la Mer was a kind of a face cream or something, wasn't it? And uh, so this one's called Delamerium. It was meant to be called Delamerium Tremens. 
Um, but people didn't really get what delirium tremens were. You know when you shake after you've drunk too much? Um, so I'm doing, like, I'm doing the ice hockey arena in Belfast. I'm doing Vicar Street. I'm doing various different cities around the country. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> just in Dublin for that. Uh, just in Dublin. Yeah, just yeah, 50 days to Dublin. Yeah. yeah. So all around. They can, you done a Spiegel tent in Wexford, didn't you? I did it the other day, yeah. That's yeah. fucking deadly. That I know somebody that was out of the time to tell you were brilliant. Oh, thanks a million. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, yeah, I just love the crack. I just love chatting to the front row. I love, I mean, I remember the Vicar Street once, it was the blonde guy and he was, he was a South African lad. And I said, where are you from? And he goes, Cape Town. And... I said, how did you end up in Dublin? Cape Town is beautiful and warm and sunny and everything. And he goes, I got in the wrong container. <laughs> <laughs> when they say, like I talk to the audience at the start all the time because it makes every show different and you, you, you always get a great crack out of them. So that's why I enjoy this because it, this could go anywhere. And yeah, two yeah. ye will jump on whatever. Yeah, oh, so. I swear to God. Well, like... Our attention span is so small. I'm like, what's that over there? And then we're gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, there's no doubt there's something clinically wrong with both of you. Ah, yeah, Oh, no, yeah. there's absolutely no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. But that's what makes it so We enjoyable. had an ADHD expert on there a couple of weeks. Really? And yeah, and uh, we might have like an autism. I am diagnosed with ADHD and he basically said that Calvin's autistic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's mad, isn't like it? Like live on, on the show. Like, in How the did, you, how did yep. you respond to that? We know. You took four different medical cards out of your pocket and went, we're well aware of this. Yeah, yeah. We've done like 90 some episodes of the podcast. I think we kind of got that by now. We grasped that idea. Um, Yeah. yeah. So we're at the end. Let's wrap her up with us. Neil, thanks for coming on, bro. It's a pleasure. pleasure. Thanks thanks very much, Neil. Episode 97, done and dusted. Take us out there, Chris. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? Put your back in it. Just a little more. Throw your whip in it now. Fill your body up in. Walk it hard and long. When you finish that. The Hip Knocker.